Welcome to our podcast, Devoted to the Dirty Details, brought to you by Devoted Columbus. And I am Jamie Rapavi. I'm the owner and CEO of Devoted Columbus. And I am here today with Michelle, who is our wedding manager. And she runs Devoted to Details and our wedding day assistant crew with Devoted Columbus. And I'm here with Tammy, who runs Engaged Columbus and which is kind of a video venue finder and if you ever need a venue you better check out that website so we're here today to talk to you about kind of the details of your reception so wedding reception and we could probably go I don't know 20 million hours on reception so we're gonna we went too long on the last one and that was just ceremony, ceremony. <laughs> So we're going to try to hone it in a little bit more on reception. And if we, if we need to do a part two, we will. So Michelle, keep us on time. And Tammy, why don't you start us off with some questions? Okay. So they're not my questions. I <laughs> love this website and you can't really see it. It's well, it's Facebook, but the group is called Ohio Brides Helping Brides. And I love it because there are so many questions from brides who obviously have never done this before. And so they're asking each other advice and questions and that sort of thing. And some of these questions are just awesome, you know, because I forget they've never done this before. They don't know. And so when it comes to everything reception, I like to jump in, whether it's a barn referral or whatever else. But one of the questions that just came up recently that I thought this is a whole discussion in itself is, Hey, I'm getting married. Who sets up the table? Who tears down at the end of the night? Who cleans up? Who tears down the tables and chairs? And my response was, well, it depends. Mm -hmm. It really does. What are some of the things it depends on? I'll let uh, Michelle jump in because this is yeah. kind of a, 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 its own topic in itself. You know? It is. It really is. I mean, so each, um, so caters, caters could potentially be um, setting up and tearing down. And I think that's how you answered the question, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it depends on like, where's your wedding? Do you have a caterer? Yeah. You know, do you have a, an assistant? You know, what, there's so many depends. And it, it really depends, I think, first and foremost on your venue, on what your venue and the venue coordinator is offering to handle for you. So some venues are, they'll set up everything. They'll even set your decor. And at the end of the night, they'll, they'll put all of your decor away and then they'll tear down all the tables. And that is, you know, full service. So it, it comes at a premium, of course. But then you have the barn weddings that you have to ask your, you have to ask your caterer, is, is this something you do? Um, the venue, it, do you set up tables and chairs for me? Will you put on linens? Um, and then if the answer is no, then maybe it, you need to hire someone um, or, you know, round your crew to set those up. Not you, because we don't want you to work on your wedding day, but yeah. So yeah, it really absolutely depends. You have to ask. Yeah. My cousin got married years ago and I was a bridesmaid and we had to set up and tear down those tables in our bridesmaids dresses. Yep. That's I know. That I know. reminds me of one of my best friends. She put us to work. We had to set up so much stuff, but at least it was the day before, but we were sore. We were actually, we had so much work. We were sore the next day. Yeah. yeah. We had but, to do it that night. Yeah, not, no, no. So 
you need to find out from the venue um, when you can access it because if you can only access two hours prior, it pretty much can't be anybody, any of your family or anybody, maybe somebody that's a hired friend or not even a friend because they're going to be at your reception, right? But you pretty much need to hire someone if there's stuff that they, the venue won't do and you can only get in two hours prior. But if you can get in the day before, you know, many times I do see um, a lot of the DIY, they'll have family come in and set up on the day of just, just realize how much setup you have and if it's fair or not to make them do that. Because it really doesn't cost a lot to hire an extra pair of hands just to do something like that as well. So, and I guess that goes with the teardown too. Some venues will allow you to they'll even tear down for you and store it so you don't even have to pick it up until like the next day which is amazing mm -hmm. um and and even your gifts and stuff like that and others say yep you've got to have it out by your end time 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock some say if your vendors aren't out by a certain time i'm going to charge you yes um and you know some charge for setup too so you just these are all questions you need to ask um, your venue as far as what they handle and what the fee you paid includes. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. What's next, Tammy? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, there was just so many questions, you know, I think um, a lot of people, and this is one of the, the common questions I see on there is just like the flow of the reception. Like if, and, and it more so it's for the do it yourself brides, you know what I mean? Who don't know like what to expect because they themselves have been to weddings, but you forget, well, what comes first is an announcement. Then is it cake or is it food or is it cut? You know, it really, what's an ideal, really easy flow wedding reception in your opinion? Yeah. So if we're talking like super simple, easy, reception. So after the ceremony, you go into cocktail hour during that. I'm including all of this because it kind of just flows in many times. So cocktail hour, your guests are cocktail hour, you're taking pictures. Then at the end of cocktail hour, guests are seated and then you do your grand entrance. And DJ could be making, make these announcements if you have a DJ. And then your grand entrance Typically, I see there's, you know, you're seated and then you go right into speeches or seated dinner and then at the end you go into speeches um, and then after dinner go into cake cutting, then first dance, then parent dances, and then if you're doing the bouquet toss, garter toss. So that's kind of like high level, super simple, but you can mix that up really any way you want to. Um, I will say the biggest, the biggest things that I see is it, if you want to do your first dance and then cake cutting and then party, that does break it up a little weird sometimes, just depending on your venue and just the flow. But honestly, it doesn't really matter as long as things happen on time and you get to eat on time. Once you eat on time, doesn't really matter after that yeah and that they they just make sense to you and maybe your location I I think I love the elements of just taking the guests on a journey so they don't know what to expect next so if it's a venue where you can have your ceremony there you might have your ceremony 
you know, in one spot. And then you might have your cocktail hour in another location. And then you take them into the reception room. So these are all like little reviews. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? And then there's even the ones where they have kind of like a different room for the dancing and the party. And if, you know, if you have a venue like that and you can take them on a little journey and maybe you can't do all of those, but maybe the ceremony and the reception are in two different spots. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, you know, what's fun too is mixing it up. So if you want to get to the party as quick as possible, I, I like, I like when things get done quickly so that you can eat or you eat and then you party. Cause that's, so it's going to depend on what your, um, do you, do you just want to keep a steady, a steady schedule and then party at the end? Or do you want to get everything done and then really just hit that dance floor? I like the coming in from your grand entrance to the cake cutting, to all the dances, sitting down, maybe getting a little food in your stomach, doing speeches, and then you are party mode. That is a big, um, that's a, that's a big one. A lot of clients like to do that. I'm a fan of knowing what's happening when I go to a wedding. No, I mean it. And I'm not trying to sound snarky or anything, but oh. I like weddings where things are very clear to me. So there's a ceremony, you walk, enter, and you're already in the cocktail hour, so you know what's going to happen. Then having somebody announce, okay, we're getting seated for dinner. The bridal party's announced. I particularly enjoy a nice thank you or toast from the father at this point to welcome everybody because I feel like if we just came in and went straight to dinner, it would be like, oh, okay, you know. I feel like it, it just, it's just a good segue to thank everybody and to say, okay, the servers will be releasing tables for this double-sided buffet. I throw in double-sided because you said time is of the essence and that's very important to me. Or obviously then the servers will come out and serve us a plated meal. Um, and then from there, the DJ goes right into, and I do like the idea of getting cake done early. Reason why? So you can take it away. The servers can cut it while everybody is out doing their dances and that sort of thing. Just from a logistical point of view, getting the cake done early is my favorite thing. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, what's, um, what people are not doing anymore what? is the bouquet toss and the garter toss. Oh. I'm not seeing it. It, it yeah. they're opting out. It's a very, they're very traditional things in my mind. Mm -hmm. Very, it's very, um, reminiscent of the days that you got married before you, really knew your significant other <laughs> you know what I mean? what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly there you go <laughs> so it's I think those that's just a little too traditional for for the modern couple right now and yeah. the other thing is the is the entrance the um you know all the introductions I I know many couples are getting away from all of the bridal party introductions, but they still are introducing the bride and groom. That's, that's yeah. still very important. And no matter what you guys do, whether it's just introducing the bride and groom or it's the bridal party, sometimes the parents are invited in that. Many of the times they don't want to be in, introduced with the bridal party because they're doing all these silly little fun dances if they do that. Um, but you should recognize your parents. So don't forget that element to, you know, typically here's the bridal party. If you're doing that, here's the bride and groom. But before that even happens, you know, the DJ or your MC is, is, you know, 
recognizing the two sets of parents, having them stand and everybody knowing who they are and clapping for them. So don't forget, especially if they paid, okay? <laughs> especially if they paid, um, you want to recognize them. But I, I do like what Tammy said. I do think um, a thank you is necessary, but I feel like the thank you um, needs to be from the bride and groom because the bride and groom are the, this is the first party you are hosting as a couple. Uh, and you invited all these guests, whether you paid or not, you just want to thank them for coming and seeing you and wishing you well on your best day and being with you to celebrate. So, um, and I, I, you know, of course, if, if dad's in the picture, we, dad has to do his toast and, and say those types of things. But or, I, prayer, or prayer. Or prayer. Yes, a prayer. Prayer, prayer before mm -hmm. dinner. You guys, sometimes people get confused and they'll do the prayer and then they'll do the toast and like, no, the prayer needs to be before you, right before before you eat. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Whatever, we go with the flow. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of, okay, so I'm a little opposite of Tammy. I'm, I know how much money people spend on these cakes. Mm -hmm. So I don't like them cutting into it right when they enter. I want people to see, and I think it's just a matter of because they spent so much darn money on it. I want them to see it for as long as possible. Yeah. And many times when they're doing their first dance, that they can easily go back and get that cake ready and out right away while they're doing like first dance and, and those dances or they like Tammy will say they could have a sheet cake in the back where they've already cut it um they've cut it and it's ready to go but you know me Jamie yeah I, do. I love that <laughs> I like I like quick easy cheap do it yes yeah but the sheet cakes are a great option but I'm a fan of that first dance happening before dinner and the reason is Maybe it's because I'm a, I love dancing at weddings and I'm a party person. I want that dance floor broken. What that means is you can't, you shouldn't go out on that dance floor until the bride and groom have the first dance. Mm -hmm. And if they have their first dance um, before dinner, it allows great dinner music and people to go out and dance during dinner. And I don't know, maybe that is old fashioned for me or something, but I love the dancing during dinner time and then the traditional dances come after the cake cutting mm -hmm. so. it's, I, a way, um, it's a way to mix things up you know yeah, do yeah. something a little bit different what are I, some, oh go ahead. go ahead no go ahead no oh, mine's totally off topic but it just reminded me of something just real quick and i know this is off topic but what are some of those things that you wish would go away like the money dollar dances. dance. Wait, what dollar. did you say? Money dances. We just said that at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything to do with asking your guests for money is, I, I just don't like, I don't personally like that. I get why you would do it. I just, it feels, it feels like you're asking people straight up for money. And I know some of it is fun. I mean, and actually some people expect it. I remember, I have to tell you, so I, it was, this was my wedding and I didn't do a dollar dance. I, I don't, I didn't like it, but people started giving my sister money to give to me for the dollar dance. They were like, well, well where's the dollar dance? So oh, here's money. And it's just, I, maybe it's a, um, maybe it's like a regional thing. Like it, because I'm not from here. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it was, it was very strange to me. Do you remember the cousin's wedding I was in that I just told you about where we had to stack the chairs and do the tables, even though I was in the wedding party? So at her oh, yeah. wedding, 
somebody came in and kidnapped the bride, ooh, like the groomsmen. And until we raised enough ransom, she wasn't coming back to the party. She was not there for her entire reception because nobody was pitching oh, in. No. Have you ever heard of that before? That's crazy. I know I've never, this. I've never heard of that before, but I'll always remember that because I was mortified for her because nobody, they were having a good time. Nobody gave money and she pretty much missed her reception. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. Horrible. Uh, Horrible. Yeah. No. Horrible. In Indian cultures, they steal the shoes, but yes. they don't steal the bride. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, yeah. So don't ask for money. I mean, the chances are there's a big fat stack or a nice check in the gift box anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. But yeah. I see the garter has kind of gone out the door. Um, in sometimes for the bouquet toss, um, you know what you have to understand and consider before you think of doing this is how many. Single, single ladies are even coming to your reception because I've had people not think about that and they call people out on the dance floor and there's like nobody comes because they're all married or two people come out so you don't want to embarrass them that way either so know know who's single and how many you have I've had a teacher do like a teddy bear toss because there was a lot of kids at the reception so she tossed teddy bears out I've had like the bouquet threw into like was 25 roses and then when she threw it everybody got a rose and she oh, just invited all the ladies out on the dance floor instead of singles so it just you can do other things if you wanted to do something like that but um have you guys seen these games where the bride and groom I did a wedding like a year or two where they sat back to back and the dj asked questions like the shoe game is that what it's called explain the shoe this game. you this raise your shoe now? if it's you like who kissed who first you know and they had to just yeah it's know. super fun and people are engaged but i will okay. say make sure you vet those questions before. <laughs> so there so especially so if you know your dj like if your DJ is going to most likely do that for you. They're going to ask you the questions. And if your DJ has a, a general question on their list that doesn't apply to you, and I mean, it could be like mortifying. Like if they ask about your mom or your dad and you don't have a mom or a dad or whatnot, like be really careful about which questions they ask, if you, especially if you're sensitive about something, for yeah. sure. I yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So one of the hot topics that I've seen for at weddings and wedding receptions forever is do we allow children? And no. I feel like that's always been a hot topic. Even when I got married a thousand years ago, I'm like, no kids at my wedding. And I got married at Disney World. So that was really cool of me <laughs> looking back to not allow children at my wedding. That's horrible. I know. I, I think know. my favorite are when they have a separate room for the kids. Like they can be in there in the beginning, but they, the kids get to go off to a separate room where they can have pizza. They can watch movies. There's a babysitter in that room. Um, and then they can come out when it's dancing time. And I think, I think the kids love it. The parents love it because I mean, as a parent, I would love to have my kid be taken care of in another room so I can enjoy myself with other adults. 
So mm -hmm. yeah, it's and and then they're not disrupting the um, you know, everybody at the reception as well. But I mean, I've seen really cute things done for kids too, like. Um, one of my favorite was they had a kid's buffet. It was in the reception. And then they would go to the dollar store and buy a whole bunch of goodie bag for the kids and put them at their table. So that keeps them occupied too. So they pull out all these little prizes, you know, $5 worth of gifts where they can color and do all this stuff during. But they had a buffet that they put on, I don't know, crates or something. So it was a lower buffet. Uh -huh. Have you seen that where it's like yeah. the floor and then it had chicken fingers and fries and all the fun foods for them. And of course the parents end up going over to the kids yeah. buffet. I'm like, I was going to say that. <laughs> I, went, I went to a wedding once where they had a kid's buffet and a lot of the adults are like, where'd you get those nuggies? And they went and they stole the kids chicken nuggets. <laughs> Be careful with that. I know. But, yeah. Well, I, so what's weird, um, what's rough about deciding, so if you decide not to have kids, it's, it's rough to communicate that. Like you can certainly just say it, but you do get, if, especially if you have a family with a lot of kids, mm -hmm. you do tend to get a little backlash. And my, uh, my advice to you is weigh your options. Is it worth the backlash? And two, if you're like, yep, then make sure you're just you and your fiance are on the same page and or whoever's paying for the wedding i should say are on the same page when in your agreement and hold true to it i mean it's a great opportunity for people to have a date night without kids yeah for sure and i hope my cousin's not like not listening because i have to say i went to my cousin's wedding and she, we, we have a huge family with lots of little kids. So I think I counted like 40. I mean, there was a real, a large amount of kids. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot for them to do at the wedding. So the entire time they were running on the dance floor and, and which their kids totally understand, but you're trying to do your first dance. The photographer had someone else's child in their arm as they were trying to take pictures of the bride and groom dancing. And so it was, and they love kids, so it probably didn't, didn't bother them. I was just thinking about this poor photographer just trying to navigate around all these kids. So yeah, just some things to think about on that. Even if like you have like some fun things like during your um, cocktail hour and dinner, like a photo booth, you have to consider these kids are going to be spending their entire time there. They're going to commandeer it. And, and then you, that's for your guests. And that's for your guests. Sometimes it's your favor is that photo booth picture. Mm -hmm. So just things, again, you just have to consider, you know, I don't know. I think the babysitting thing, whether it's at a hotel, in a hotel room or in a country club, there's side rooms or wherever, it's not much money. It is. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. If I was invited to a wedding and it was one of my few nights out and kids and I brought my kids, do you think I'm going to be really paying attention to those kids, especially if it's an open bar? My no. kids are probably going to be hanging off the curtains and I probably won't notice because I'll be over there drinking. So yes, spend a little extra. There are so many good 
um, wedding babysitting services that yeah. are and they put for this. They used to have like beepers they would hand out. This was in the day, right? But now they can they can text you obviously yeah. on your cell phone if they need you to come back or or yeah. whatever. But it's almost like an option too. And you know, you don't have to you don't have to make your kid go into this room, but most will want to go. So. Yeah, what a great service. That yeah. is so in, ingenious. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yep. All right, kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Um, so I know we kind of got off topic. So we talked about like the dancing and the cake and the party. So now let's get to the party. <laughs> that's when the lights go down. <laughs> so that's when the good stuff happens. And there's usually one really rocking dance that just starts it up and everyone gets on. So Here. The, okay. I think the key to a good party is a good MC, yeah, whether sure. it's a band sure. or a DJ or oh, yeah. my favorite, both. Um, it's, you know, I think that you really need to make sure that they have MC'd, they know how to pronounce the names, they've done this before, and they can really help carry the party, especially if you don't have um, a coordinator. And I'm going to tell you something about a band. I, I love, love bands. It's my favorite reception um, is to have live music because it's just an amazing vibe mm -hmm. about a reception, especially when it's outdoors. But anyway, um, usually band MCs aren't great. And hopefully <laughs> none of them kill me for saying that. But they're usually, they're, it, it's just usually tough. I find myself um, you know, waiting, you know, like I have to cue the, the MC or the band many times, like, okay, you've got it. They love playing their music. Okay. You have to understand they love, love playing. They never want to stop. And it's like, I need to cut the cake or I need to do this. And I am there like going, stop, let's go. We got to do this. Just one more. I'm like, no, they, we have to, yeah. you know, we have to do this next thing. So if you want to stay on some sort of schedule where, I've literally been to receptions where we didn't cut the cake. The cake never got cut. I tried and tried and tried. I finally went to the bride and groom, like, what do you want me to do? They're like, everybody's having fun. They're on the dance floor. Forget it. We don't even care. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, weird. But, you know, to each their own. But yeah. fans are a little tougher. Um, so, you know, think about a little more coordination when it comes to a band. But I do love bands the best. My favorite is the DJ though in between. So when the band does take a break, DJs play, they might do the ceremony music, they might do the cocktail hour, and they might do the in between of the um, mm -hmm. of the bands. But know that when you have a band, they do pre-recorded music of whatever usually that you want to select in in their breaks, which people dance to that stuff too because the bride the couples choose what it is. So it's kind of fun that way too. So that's my two cents. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, speaking of dancing and getting the party started, my favorite favor of all time are flip-flops. I don't care who you are, where you are, every wedding that has had a bucket of flip-flops has been awesome because everybody's feet hurt and they're awesome. You can get them cheap at Old Navy for like a little bit of nothing. So I have literally never been to a wedding <laughs> where, I, where I got flip-flops. Never. Uh, I think I would appreciate those. They would not get thrown away. No, and they're you can go to Old Navy and get them for like a dollar or two and just have a big bucket of all kinds of sizes and everyone's dancing their butts off and I love, I love that too. I love it. Yes, it's so it's so much better than walking around 
with no shoes because inevitably someone's going to spill their drink on the floor or break a glass or whatever. It's very important that you keep your shoes on or something. So, uh, yeah, I don't definitely. Know. Anyways. Um, so as, okay, so we've got the party going. This is the time where everyone's drinking heavily. There's a lot of dancing and then comes the occasional late night snack. Are they, are they for, you know, just the excitement of it or is it really to sober people up? Cause usually sober around this time the coffee station comes out too. Yeah. It's are just we, sober people up. Okay. So at this sure. point we're starting to sober people up. It's later in the night. We have a burger station. We got your fries or your popcorn or whatever your late night snack is. You've got a little coffee. Most of the older folks have already gone home by now. Let's be honest. The older folks have gone home. Um, the younger folks are trying to hook up or have fun, you know, or, or the young parents who are like, this is my last chance for a hurrah. So um, things are winding down. And usually at this point, the DJ or band will, or hopefully on your timeline, will announce, okay, we'll be doing the send off and such and such minutes. And this is the fun part for wedding planners when we get to corral the wedding party, or I'm sorry, the bride and groom or the bride and bride or the groom and groom to say, okay, it's almost time to go. And that has always been difficult for me because they're usually off in a corner drinking or dancing or having such fun. They don't want to leave. It's impossible to even say goodbye to them at the end no, of the day. It's all beforehand. I mean, yes. they're, they're just busy and they're so in, enthralled in their night. And it is hard. I mean, I think they need to consider that you are stopping whatever you're doing to do this last minute thing. And how important is that? Because I don't know. Do you see that? Like you're, you're just like ending it and saying, okay, it's time to go, but they might not want to go. They might really no. be having a great time. So I, I do think you need to second guess, you know, a lot of times we'll do those sparklet exits as like an earlier thing, oh. just for some photo ops. Right? Yeah. 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 But how yeah. many times have you done a wedding where they're like, uh-uh, I'm not ready to go. Can we just go one more hour? Can we just go 30 more minutes? A lot. What yeah. happens when they go over 30 minutes to 60 minutes? Tell me what happens. Let's they start throw the DJ the money. And what oh. happens to the venue? Well, it depends have, on the contract, right? Depends well, most, on what the contract Most is. contracts are going to say you're done at 11. So if you go over, that's X much. What about the alcohol? Most bars will cut off 30 minutes before the event ends. So or with bars, time, time, yeah. Last yeah, time. I mean, it, it could, depending on, depending on where you're at, I mean, these are questions you have to ask your menu. And I think everybody should, because you never know how, how you're going to feel at the end of the night. You're, yeah. You think you're going to feel great and you're done early. You think you're going to be done early and you're partying until 3 a.m. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of the after party. Plan the after party mm. and the end your, mm -hmm. your venue. Cause I mean, you, you want to continue the party. You can make that decision right then and there or mm -hmm. have decision as a hey if we're up to it we're gonna meet at this bar and if we're not then we'll we'll bid you good night you yes know? yes yeah if over 50% of your guests are drinkers you're probably gonna want an after party mm -hmm. and that can be in the hotel if you're at a hotel it could be a nearby you know scope out what's close by and where they can have you and set it up ahead of time because they'll be expecting you it will be awesome you might get some discounted prices but 
Yeah, I'm right there. If you're party people, I love the after party. Yeah, and guests oh, are not going to leave until the couple leaves. You yeah, know, yeah. as long as you're still there having a good time, they're going to try to stay and have a good time too. Why wouldn't they? So until you get that official send off, then nobody else is going to move along. So, but it, it is so an after party is a cheaper option. So to your point, it's, it's a cheaper option because one, you're not paying. You usually don't pay for everybody if you're just going to a bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two, you're not going to get charged by the venue. Yes. The extra hourage, you're not going to have to charge DJ, get charged by your DJ for the extra hourage or the bar. So, or your limo driver, or your, your limo, your transportation. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And, and if you're at your hotel, right, right, if they're still there, um, if you're at a hotel, you can party until they kick you out and then stumble to your room. That you is sound the, like you know a lot about this, Michelle. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a couple party, after party. Hotels are good. Yeah. Good, good. Hotels are great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good. Well, I know I've said this before and I'll say it again, but if you have any questions on um, reception, ceremonies, timelines, whatever, you can always email us at devotedcolumbus. Oh, sorry. Info at devotedcolumbus.com. Um, post your questions online on Facebook, Ohio Brides Helping Brides, because there's tons of great um, feedback from brides who've done this before, who are in the process of doing that, or even just the professionals who will jump in and give some great advice. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, as I was thinking, I'm like, I can think of a whole bunch of reception decor and, and and ideas and I'm thinking okay that will be another one we'll just do decor and you know different things the ways to save money and fun things oh, in another yeah. podcast we could just go on and on but sure. anything else that would wrap up the reception category that we want to that we might have missed I don't I would say in general what you plan out your reception right so think about how you want things write it down and you know, make sure it makes sense for you and the flow and um, don't, don't think so much about being, being traditional and hitting all those marks. And I think the word traditional really goes out the window anymore, um, unless you're a traditionalist. So, um, so don't be afraid to mix it up. That would be my advice for planning your reception. But, you know, as Tammy and Jamie have said time and time again, we're here for you if you need any help trying to figure out what will work for yeah. you. And reception is the fun part. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. but once the ceremony's over, I'm like, yeah, we're under the reception. And it's just like all downhill from there because it's just so fun. And I think everybody like can't wait to get to that point. So just remember, have fun. It goes by super fast on your wedding day and enjoy every minute of it. And um, we have many resources out there for you, whether it's our Facebook groups, Ohio Brides Helping Brides, or our resale market Facebook groups. But we have the physical resale markets, which we'll have in November, a wedding experience bridal show in October. We've got our wedding planning guide here. Um, there's a digital copy online, um, lots of coupons online, many amazing vendors that we've partnered with. So if you ever need anything, just reach out, ask us. We're happy to help. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Bye. Bye. Yeah.